On today's episode of Solana Made Easy, we dove heavy into HGE's Mint ABC, which was a 1.23 cost 10K collection with 0% royalties, which currently caused Magic Eden volume in the Solana ecosystem to see a 3X off of its lows and seeing 80,000 Solana volume on secondary markets, which is a relatively good number in this bear market. We followed up that conversation with things around Utes, the Ute list, and what we think price action will be on the market for things like D Gods, Dead Gods, other blue chip projects that may take a dip, and of course, the Ute secondary collection and what the secondary market trades as. If you want to catch the show live, we're live Monday to Thursday, 5 p.m. Eastern Time at Easy Eats Bodega on Twitter. But let's dive into the episode. What is going on, Solana ecosystem? We're back again for another episode of Solana Made Easy. Your Monday to Thursday, 5 p.m. Solana Market Talk Show. As always, shout out everyone who's tuning in, rocking with us every day as always. Much love, greatly appreciated. We got a lot to cover today. I know yesterday's show ran long. Got to dive into some of the intricacies around Izu, but sadly, on all the electric action. Thank God today we're sitting at a nice 80K Solana volume, almost a 3X off the lows from this previous weekend. We love to see it. Largely backed by HGE's free 0% royalty, 1.23 mint cost, not free. 10K project that looks like it was drawn by a third grader, but man, have I enjoyed trading the absolute hell out of it. On top of it, we got a whole mess of other things going on in the ecosystem. If you're new here, if you've never spoken before, please come up. Please talk about your takes, what you're seeing in the market, what you're buying, what you're losing on, where you're making money, and everything in between. As always, don't chill. You'll get sent to a listener real, real quick. But hey, let's dive into it. We got a special guest today in Ariel. Excited to cover a lot of different things today. Frisk, running man, how are you? How's it going, easy? All right. I'm, I'm actually, um, I've been tried in this IBC collection all day. <laughs> I'm wired in on this one. Um, just shows your... Um, how royalties affect secondary action. And um, I've mentioned a couple of times, um, larger projects, you know, launching these 8 to 10% royalties. Actually, volume-wise, you can actually probably make more on a lower royalty model, you know, because this is this is exactly what it does to, you know, volume. Um, you know, when you take the royalties completely out of the equation, it just goes parabolic. Um, so, yeah. Um, I'd say, anybody who's listening in the audience, I mean, um, if you want to get used to trading and get some practice... This is the perfect collection to do it on because you've got, you know, you've got that margin for error of like, you know, eight percent. You can make a few, mis- you know, even if you make a few mistakes, you can, you know, it's not going to cost you too much um, because you know you've been, re- been working really fine on this one. Um, so yeah, um, definitely a great collection. I think that may be why it's called ABC because um, it's definitely a good collection to tr- to learn to trade on. No, a thousand percent. I mean, I'm a huge, huge fan of just having the marketplace royalties. It's also dope. I mean, hearing HG talk about ways that he's actually utilizing the funds in a productive manner. Looks like he's putting that back into Fract, which is a loan marketplace to uh, provide some liquidity for traders, for collectors, etc. So I like the transparency aspect of it. I know that there was some initial FUD on why this individual would need to raise all of this capital. It was also crazy to see like a manual mint process instead of minting out on a website. He just threw them up on the marketplace at 1.23 Sol. I wasn't too mad about it. I mean, uh, it seemed like it crashed TPS briefly, but overall, I bought a ton of them, flipped a ton of them. I think I had like a 20 sold day yesterday off these damn things, so I'm not too mad about it. Yeah, I mean, I mean it's, it, a little collection like this can become like a sort of catalyst. I mean, the artwork, 
obviously looks like it's been done by children. Um, not sure where he's got that artwork from. Um, I mean, I don't know if there's a backstory on it. It hasn't released yet. Um, I, I'm like, I'm up to date. As I said, I've been wired in on this market all day. So um, apart from anything to do with actually what's been going on in terms of movement, I'm pretty much out of the loop on the actual details of the project. No, I mean, I'm right there with you. It's also like, I think one of the funniest things I was seeing was people were calling this V Friends for Soul. And to me, that was just absolutely hilarious. <laughs> yeah. Just like poor hand-drawn art. But like, we know Gary V drew the original one. So even comparing that was just comical. But I want to pass it down to Laser. Laser, what's going on? What up, guys? It's been a while, but happy to be here. Yeah, I'm super excited about the whole uh, ABC Mint. It was definitely really fun to trade. Um, and I think the, the biggest goal that HGE had uh, was just to bring volume into the space. I don't think he has any other motives. Personally, don't think really think he needs the 10,000 soul, but who knows? Um, and as I heard, he, it's not the only thing he'll be doing. So maybe we can keep out for the next couple of days, see what else he brings up. No, yeah. I mean, I think that's the big thing. Um, also, it seems like HG had some messages shared. It said uh, it looked like he told the artist to make it look like kids' drawings, and uh, they absolutely crushed that. Before we hit some of these other hands, though, I want to make an introduction with Ariel. Ariel, how are you? I'm great. How are you? Doing well. Thanks for joining us today. I love when you pull up to spaces. I know you got that DGen in you, despite being a lawyer and uh, talking all the legalities that make up the space. Yeah, this is definitely a different feel than uh, Alex's nightly uh, <laughs> space, if you will. Hey, I love Alex's space. They're chaotic. I'm a huge fan. I tune, in I tune in every single night for as long as I possibly can. I know last night's ran like four hours. They ended up getting the Ethereum Foundation dev on there. It was crazy. But uh, I'm, I'm hyped to have you. I'm sure we may have some questions thrown at you around the legal aspects. But I'm also excited to hear things you're trading. I know we've had some conversations about margin trading and leverage trading when it comes to uh, crypto. And you're, uh, you're a pro at that. So excited for it. Oh, thank you. I will. Um, yeah, I would rather be a degen today than, you know, Alex's legal analyst. So feel <laughs> 1, throw whatever at me. 1000%. And thanks again for joining us. I want to hit some of these hands. I'm excited to talk about this HG collection. It seems like that was the fuel to the fire. I've been talking for weeks about how it was clear that we do have some Solana sitting on the sidelines looking pretty waiting to be used. And sure enough, we got it. Seems like we got a ton of volume. A lot of it focused on this collection. The HG BC collection was actually, and I believe it still is, the number one volume across both blockchains. So we are finally seeing the flipping happening here. We've all been calling for it for quite some time. I'm hyped to see how it plays out. I'm not mad about all the trades going in and out of it. No royalties is great. Don't get caught bag holding this because there's certainly going to be a lot of people who are, sadly. We already saw a peak of four back down to like 2.7. This thing's going to be volatile for damn sure, but it also looks like there may be some things that are uh, getting teased. HG keeps talking about holders being wizards, whatever the hell that means. Uh, I'm not too, not too ecstatic at there's uh, like 3,500 total uh, holders for a 10K collection. So you're looking at like three per person. Not the worst, not the best. Excited to see how it trades though. But Smoothie, it's been a while. How you doing? Easy, what's going on, man? Uh, yeah, it's been a minute. I came up here because I wanted to talk about HD's Mint. I saw these uh, getting listed on Magic Eden when TPS was getting throttled. So sadly, I wasn't able to pick any up. And then by the time I uh, checked back in on them, they were kind of going to the moon towards 2-3. And I saw them top out around 4. I mean, regardless of what he's doing with them long term, I saw the whole Wizards thing, which I think is pretty hilarious. It could be cool. Sounds like he's kind of doing like a DJ in town type thing where... 
you know, post mint, there's no roadmap, but then they like slowly start to unwind something. Um, but taking a step back, I think this is pretty bullish for soul NFTs as a whole. It's kind of a signal to me that there's still a lot of liquidity on the sidelines and people are just looking for any reason to trade or invest. So I have a theory that I'm starting to form that soul NFTs will have like a bit of a bit of a renaissance come like end, end of September, early October, whenever Utes mints end up, ends up being. Um, and like you start to have real projects that are currently just kind of waiting for that wave of wave of liquidity to come in. Um, I think, you know, off of a single person dropping a stealth mint with, I mean, I would say questionable art. Uh, we were able to 2x daily volume to what, like 75k yesterday. So I think Not overall it's a it, really Not good. Yeah, exactly. It. I think it's a great signal for the uh, for the ecosystem as a whole. Yeah, and I mean, it just completely crushed my thesis that there was funds sitting. It was just a matter of when they'd be deployed. And there's no better time to deploy those than something with 2.5% royalty. It's uh, That's great. I mean, we're still sitting at 81K on daily volume. So like 2.3, 2.2 million total. Much, much better than the barely 1 mil we were seeing all weekend. I want to pass it over to Sweeper. Sweeper, what's going on? Yeah, I was a little late to the to the call. A little upset at myself. But... uh. I heard we were talking about AB, ABC, which I'm super bullish on. And I think it's going to be one of the best trading vehicles for the next couple of days. I heard a lot of people talking mad about it, about HG and about the whole process. And I think they should just take a hard look at themselves in the mirror and say thank you to their daddy, who basically started the NFT bull market run by buying like 50 million crypto punks. People talking shit about it. Just stop NFTs, maybe. I mean, this guy literally is one of the guys responsible for the NFT bull market. So, I mean, if he does something like this, he says that he paid these guys, you know, com- completely upfront, so there was no royalties. I'm okay with it. I think that it is what it is. It's going to be a great trading vehicle. This guy sweeps other projects to Valhalla. You don't think he's going to do that with his own? Maybe for some, I could see this guy hiring a team and getting them to just buy one for like 5,000 wallets. So the distribution, I mean, the guy is legendary and people were talking so much shit about him. It was disgusting. I was like, dude, you guys either forgot or you're uninformed about what happened, what this guy's done. So I'm going to leave it there. And I'm very curious what people think. No, man, I'm a huge fan of it. Uh, the 0% royalties, when they said that, I was like, this is this is golden, you know? Um, massive, massive fan of that. Just kind of getting an understanding there for what's going on with it and kind of see this new market dynamic. We're getting a ton of volume on it. So like for me, I'm diving into things with this, watching the trading aspect of it. Gets me really excited to just see all the volume cycling in and kind of creating this this influx that we've been looking for and waiting for, especially across the ecosystem. So knowing that there's still a lot of fun sitting sidelined, I like the movie brought up too. It seems like we may be going into this. I don't know if it's a bull trap. I don't know what we really want to call it. It looks good though. I'm not mad seeing this huge spike. I'm excited to see how it plays out with future collections coming up. I think Utes is going to be another one, obviously that gets a ton of traction. We haven't dove a ton into the Ute list uh, on this show. So I'm excited to kind of cover some of that as well, but Manny, what's going on? Yeah, I just wanted to make a couple comments. Like, he also owns Pudgy Penguins, which is ripping as well. So, like, HGE is, like, totally on top right now. And, like, I totally missed the mint. I, like, faded it. And, like, I had to 
bunch of meetings today so i couldn't trade it but i'm like super bullish i know a couple of my friends made a grip of cash so that was super cool um i've been actually doing some bidding on some like higher rarity things that i want and some of those rarities are finally starting to come through so like if there's some stuff that you've been looking at like great time to just put in some bids and like rip some like ultra high rarity i think i got like a 40 percent discount on this item that i got which i was super pumped about but on the not so fun side, like you have to think about um, Mount Gox, like all of that Bitcoin's dropping. And then you also have to think about um, the Celsius Bitcoin liquidation as well. So that's like three, six billion dollars that is going to like crater Bitcoin, which is going to create a lot of volatility, which is going to create a lot of opportunity. So that's, uh, that's kind of all I had for today. No, I think there's a few catalysts. The Mount Gox situation. Uh, a couple of the other things there too. Obviously, Ben Dow is an interesting one. I was looking at the smart contract for Ben Dow, and I'm a lot less worried about that entering the ecosystem because it seems like it probably can't, which isn't the worst thing. But I do think that there's a, a couple key things here, some of these major catalysts from a volume perspective. I think the ETH merge does provide an opportunity for a, a bigger dump on ETH because there's going to be a ton of unlocked Ethereum. Coinbase had a promo where they were actually, I believe, stacking ETH for you if you staked a bunch of it. I got a few friends who uh, have quite the bags that are staked at the moment, and they've openly told me they plan to dump the absolute hell out of it. So I'm a little bit uh, interested to see what happens longer term with that. I know that the merge itself, there was a lot of great conversation last night on Alex's space around it, talking about how it doesn't actually make anything faster or cheaper, but more eco-efficient. So there's that piece of it. There's, there's a bunch of bigger catalysts, though. So we'll see what the overall macro conditions really look like. I want to pass it over to Running Man. Running Man, what's happening? Yeah, I mean, just seeing, you know, this collection and what it's brought in terms of volume to Solana just shows you what, a you know, I mean, obviously it's ultra low royalty model, but it just gives you some kind of perspective of like, you know, we've been through that high mint meta and, you know, pretty much everything I think of, apart from just Ape, was on like 8 to 10% royalties, you know what I mean? You know, it's just absolutely just pulled liquidity out of the system. And I mean, as a trade, trading something like this, Compared to you know, we just keep you know, you just keep trading pretty much constantly. Um, this is why I think you know, I think I think low royalties needs to happen. I mean, you know, there's been a case for like zero royalties. I think some sort of medium will you know, I project the space in terms of volume because this, just seeing this collection just shows you what traders bring in terms of volume to the Solana ecosystem. I'm, I'm sure Magic Eden is not um, too um, too disappointed about it. No, case. they got to be ecstatic to catch the two and a half percent off this especially because there's no royalty at all from the other pro like side of the project so every trade is quite literally just benefiting them uh nothing wrong with it you know like i'm so hyped to look at the volume and just go on magic eden and see what that 24 hour looks like that's such a such a nice thing to see we haven't seen it since recudos obviously there's still a sour taste in a lot of people's mouth around that myself included i'm excited to see what the volume looks like when Utes drops i've heard some crazy numbers thrown out there People calling for 100, 200,000, 300,000 and more. Not too sure what lives up to it, but I think we're going to see a massive volume uptick on that too. We got a ton of ETH interest on that. First time in a while I've really seen the outside of the Solana ecosystem show an interest in a drop. And I think this Utes list is really shaping up to kind of kind of allow for that too. Yeah, I mean, um, I'm going to I inject the space into, in my opinion. I mean, this Ute list is just building up hype at the moment. It's just starting to generate hype. 
like I've never seen before. You know what I mean? It's like cheerleader triarch, you know what I mean? <laughs> if one person gets in one by one, like everybody else wants to be involved, it's just going it's just, to it's turn into mania. The dude, the FOMO is unreal. Like the yeah. amount of DMs I've even caught, like, hey, could you put in a word for me? And it's like, dude, I have zero control over this shit. Like I wish I could just call Frank and be like, yo, approve this person, you know? Like here's the 20, make it happen. But uh, it's just, it's not that easy. And uh, like the best part about this too is I've gone through a lot of the people accepted on the Ute list. And I know a lot of people are saying like, oh, it's only bigger names. But I think that's just because the bigger named approvals are getting more of the engagement. So it ends up on the timeline. I've seen a ton of people sub 100 followers getting picked, getting selected. Uh, there was one yesterday that's like 18 followers on a private account that got approved. So like for me, that's such a cool thing to see because there's such a wide range of people getting this opportunity. And I think this is probably one of the best ways to drive like FOMO, to drive just engagement from the Solana ecosystem. And to see all these group chats I'm in with like ETH people talk about, oh, I have to fill this out. I want to. I had someone DM me today saying that their ETH alpha channels are now finally getting on to uh, the Utes list process and telling their members to apply, which is hilarious because ETH still is uh, a little bit slow across the board. But let's hit some of these hands. I want to pass down to JS. JS, what's happening? Not too good. Got some COVID, but you know, HE got me bricked up. Not gonna. I mean, we haven't seen this volume since like what, like March or something. I don't count Nakudos, but I, I think what what's happening is that people are making profits off this ABC stuff and then actually putting it into other collections. Um, obviously, it's still on a lesser scale than it was before, but uh, as soon as we get some of this kind of trickle down into other collections, you know, we we can really build some type of volume. And once kind of the hype of ABCs goes down, maybe we can not go back down to 30k each day that's the goal here as long as we can keep it over that 30k volume here i'll be a little bit happier and uh it's looking like we might be able to stay closer to this like 60 even 50 range would be great when we were touching 31k i was terrified for the market i was like holy shit is this the end did i just quit my job to go full-time web 3 while it all actually implodes delightful timing uh hopefully you feel better soon js hate to hear that that's going on you did kind of hit both sides of the spectrum there. You got COVID, but you're still bricked up. So uh, shout out to you. What's going on, I'm so? Uh, two quick things. Uh, one is to back up your point about the Ethereum stuff you said about your friends. Um, a lot of people need to remember that when people locked up that 2.0, it was around December of 2020, maybe even early part of 2021. The Satoshi value of ETH back then was around 3 million Satoshis. Right now, which is a fraction of a Bitcoin, most of you probably know that. Uh, right now, it's about 8 million or 7.5 million Satoshis. So even though some people might feel like the market has declined dramatically, a lot of the people that locked up their ETH are somewhere between 2 and 4x in profit still. And they're probably equally as pissed at this market as you are as a participant. And also, they've probably had financial hardships as a citizen of pretty much any country right now. So I would think that, yes, they're likely going to dump. And as far as the merger not making it faster or cheaper, I don't think that's completely accurate because you would have transactions confirmed, consolidated into these nodes. Therefore, there wouldn't be a three-minute lock timer on confirmations which means people shouldn't have to fight to get to the top of the line as much, which would mean that gas fees shouldn't be as high. 
Yeah, I think it's going to be interesting to see what actually shapes up with it. I do have a, a tiny bit locked, and I'm excited to just dump that immediately. Oh, I uh, can't like wait to said, sell it. Bro, the cost basis, it's like I got in so much cheaper. Watching ETH get up to 5K, I was like, why the hell did I lock this up? So I'm ecstatic to dump it the second it unlocks. I don't know when that's going to happen. There's like We talk about all DeFi farms and all the crazy APYs you get. This is the polar opposite of that. I've gotten no kickback. I've just been stuck bag holding this. Uh, it's a sad reality. I want to. I'm gonna skip a few hands here, and then we'll circle back around. But Ariel, what's going on? Does anybody know when the Utes mint is? The rumor is we'll find out tonight. There was a tweet from Frank yesterday saying 24 hours we should have that. So hopefully we find out before December because we typically get a, a couple delays. I was gonna say he's like I love him, but he's never on time. No offense, Frank. Even you know you're not on time. Well, he plays into it now, too, which is hilarious. It's one of those things that uh, I think it's like if you could take over-unders on on-time delivery for the announcements, you should absolutely hand, like hammer the over because uh, we've yet to see one get delivered on time. What's going on, Caleb? Hey, Easy. What's going on? Um, thanks for having me up. But uh, one thing that I was kind of uh, thinking about, like we were talking, I have a couple of things to say. You were talking about like, um, ETH dumping and stuff like that, as well as like volume here on, on Magic Eden and like Solana NFTs. Like, um, what do you guys think about like, uh, like the ETH dump moving liquidity over to Solana, right? Like, like obviously we're in the bear market and people are calling like $20 Solana. Like, do you think that would have like an effect on onboarding people? Um, I feel like that might, might be, uh, an avenue or something for liquidity to bridge over, but um, especially like with those ETH group chats or discords um, talking about the alpha, like for youths. Um, and then another thing I was gonna um, ask, like Solana is like the chain that I kind of got onto for NFTs, like Ethereum, I'm not too, too aware of apart from like the blue chips and stuff, but um, like, uh, as far as, like, all the trades, sub stuff like that, that's possible um, with ABCs. Like, I know that the art is kind of varied. There are a lot of rarer trades. Do you see, like, some sort of decentralized, like, like sub or anything like that popping up because of the royalties? Like, uh, like I don't know. That's, that's all. No, it's, uh, I've seen a ton of people calling for sub-20 soul, and uh, that's when I was actually aggressively buying nearly like the 27 because typically when you have the entire market believing a price point's going to hit it almost never does people tend to front run it for whatever reason uh so for me i was actively buying in that like sub 30 range all the way up to like 32 33 and for like just looking at the macro conditions it's tough to say where those funds are going to kind of drive from i think because there's a lot of people on the youths list that have been accepted and ultimately are driving traction here for that we're going to see a decent amount of liquidity come into the space Frank's also noted that there will be the opportunity to use ETH to mint, supposedly. I'm not sure what that looks like. Maybe they allow for a conversion to dust. And someone actually just commented as well. Frank said in a space earlier, maybe in about two weeks we get Ute's mint date. I'm excited to see a finalized date here. I know it may not be set in stone, but even a rough timetable, we're already seeing dust uptick off of its 145 low back up to like 1.7. I still think there's an opportunity for dust personally, so I'm still bag holding my 35, 3600 dust uh, in anticipation. It looked like on SoulScan, there was still a variety of wallets that do not have enough. And I know there's people speculating that it's unclaimed dust 
from staking. I know there's people saying that some wallets hold enough for multiple mints. So there's a lot of factors that play into it, but I still think the buying pressure is going to be there, especially because a lot of these applicants did not have dust when they applied and still saw that approval. But let's pass it down to uh, Laser. Laser, what's going on? Yeah, I just wanted to say that ever since Utlis, uh, my mind has changed. I think it's the best PFP art I've ever seen. Um, easy to so for. But in, in all seriousness, like it's been it's been a great breath of fresh air to see uh, what a team with experience uh, delivers. You know, it's been great to see a lot of details that people don't realize are being executed like extremely well. And, and I think it's bullish for the whole ecosystem in general. I mean, not getting too like lovey-dovey, but I really do think it's starting to bring the best out in people. I mean, when you when they're in for you list application or, you know, them thinking about doing it. You really see them, you know, really try and show the best of themselves on Twitter and try and, you know, show the best version of themselves. And then, that, in my opinion, that can only be a good thing. Bro, I don't know how many times in my life I've commented, let's fucking go, aside from Utes List and seeing all the homies get approved. Like, I'm just so excited to see people I know getting that approval because people are just hyped. Like, getting that approval message and then your notifications exploding with retweets, comments, all that other stuff. It's just such a good feeling. It's like uplifting seeing that there's already this community forming and even seeing feedback from people that are not approved yet, but still excited to talk about it. We saw Frank Post asking for referrals or who you'd recommend for the list. And I've never read such friendly comments in my life about the entire ecosystem. Uh, it also seemed like it came in like a peak negative and like peak toxicity when that was going on. So seeing the polar opposite of it makes me so in the overall ecosystem. And sure, Every project has FUD. Every situation has negatives. But right now, man, it's just like it's good vibes and hype people. Yeah, yeah, literally agree with you one hundred percent. It come at peak FUD and just flipped it on its head into like you know this now. And um, I mean, regards to mint date, I mean it has been proven in the past that you can get past hype. You know what I mean? I, I'd imagine it's not going to be too far in the future. I, I think it's going it, to it's around the peak time in my opinion. No, I'm definitely eager to see and wait for it, and I'm excited to watch price action on other projects kind of pick up here js what's going on yeah talk about the buying pressure on dust you know frank tweeted today uh in response to solstice saying dust labs frank said i have no idea what you're talking about you're telling me that those chuckleheads might have something planned after the youth smith with dust labs sounds way too logical no way so i mean you know i, I think we're gonna see two types of price action here we're gonna see a lot of buying pressure coming up to the youth smith where you get uh, a kind of sell-off and then i think more people are gonna buy in um I'm, I'm in two minds still. You know, I do have a bag of dust. I don't know if I'm going to sell pre mint or post. And I'm trying to gather as much information and see what other people think. No, I think I'm in the same boat. I'm excited to see what announcements might come after the fact for it all. I think I don't ever want to like fade Frank. I've faded that man uh, when I called out D gods at like eight soul. Faded myself again when dead gods were sixty, and I'm still angry every day. I look at the price action and see it consistently trading over three i think OpenSea needs to make a change though because right now d god should be number one on the volume chart or number two and yesterday they were the clear number one across all projects they're a top five project regardless of ecosystem at the moment all good signs so right now it, it's a matter of what gets delivered following i don't think that there's a, a going to be a lack of surprises i think if anything there's going to be a ton of traction and tricks up the the d god's team that kind of comes out as this mint gets closer but sweeper what's happening yeah, I think the volume, 24-hour volume on the Utes is going to be closer to 300 to 400K. Uh, these 
guys are coming out of the woodworks getting the ute list like some of these people that you never thought would are even involved in nfts uh let alone solana nfts so as long as those guys stay in the eco like you know they buy they sell and then they buy more i think it's going to be a roller coaster day it's going to go up and down a lot it's going to be like you're trading um you know a, a stock that's had a lot of news that day so I definitely will have some Solana ready to go. I think the play on the dust is definitely buy it, you know, around one point. Uh, no, I'm not going to give numbers, but buy it early, sell it pre, um, pre-mint, buy the dip, sell it again. Just keep eating on the dust and D-Gods. Um, buying D-Gods post, uh, if there's a dip, and then deading it, making it dead god, and then go and get a Utes. I think there's so many strategies. It really is a very interesting thing that the team has done. I mean, I don't know. I I was neg. I thought they were overvalued. Way like may maybe in May before I started talking to Frank, and that looks like it might bite me in the ass, and I might uh you know unfortunately be in trouble for that. Which is, you know, I didn't know we were all scrubbing our Twitter feeds uh before we applied. Wish I would have known that. Wish I had the alpha on that so that I wouldn't run into this situation right now. But I think that ABC, what it's done, bringing volume, I want other projects to start doing some interesting things to bring volume as well. I think everyone's is, you know, I guess rightfully so, fudding OK Bears. But I, yeah, I had a call with Kais, uh, I think, yesterday, the day before. And all I can say is, I think it's going to be very bullish moving forward. And, you know, people say, don't fade, fade Frank, don't fade Tom. I think one day, maybe not soon, not a day soon, but maybe in a couple months, they're going to say, don't fade Kais. And he's I, doing. I like the team announcement a lot. I did see that the Bears came out and acknowledged a few different roles in the space. My guy Chadwick is on the, uh, the social media team, huge fan of Chadwick. We also saw Nate got that community role. So it looks like they're shaping up more of their socials which is something I continue to reiterate. Like right now in this market, socials are probably, if not the absolute biggest thing you want to be in people's face. I continue to see even just like shit posts from pages are like valuable, just showing that they get the, the current meta. And I think they're going to get into that, that uptick. I did see some wristbands have started to get delivered. So it's about time. I'm hyped for that. Sweeper, did you get your wristband? I actually am a privacy guy. So I have not even done anything with the wristbands. Maybe I'll go to an NFT and like an NFT event and be like, give me my wristband now. Um, when I go there with like a, uh, you know, a mask on my face or something, we'll see. <laughs> but the hey. Nate Rivers announcement, people, I like, I, I, I was talking to Kais about it. He didn't tell me who the person was gonna be because he wanted to be a, a surprise. I was actually shocked at the price action. Nate Rivers pumped this from like. You know, went down to sixty and pumped it all the way back up to two hundred and fifty. I'm surprised that OK Bears is in like an eighty or ninety right now. You literally have one of the best pumpers in the game on the team now. So I don't know. I like the cheap prices. I'll probably buy more. It's super interesting to see it's still at sixty and not at like eighty after that announcement. I mean, everyone Nate's literally known for shilling projects. And now he's on the team. So I don't know what that tells you. 
Yeah, I mean, if there was a Mount Rushmore for uh, for Schiller's, he would certainly be on that. Absolutely, the man, uh, the man had a heavy, heavy hand in getting it up to the 200 floor that it previously was. But all good things do see a pullback. It does look like it's finding that bottom near 60. I was hoping for an even lower target in that 30, 40 range, but I don't know if we're even going to see it at this point. Frisk, what's on? I think my Wi-Fi is bugging out, so I apologize if I if I rug. But um, I just want to say, can we appreciate for a moment here? how big of a fuck you Frank gets to give to everyone, myself included. Um, like, I've, I learned I learned pretty quickly not to fade D-Gods, and to this day, I will forever be critical of D-Gods, but I don't think I can ever be bearish on D-Gods again. Ever. Even if these things, even if they really did go to zero, I don't think I ever could be, like, bearish just after seeing all of this go down. Like, I'm, I, I'm sorry, I'm going to gargle Frank for a bit. You guys can make fun of me in a moment. The people I'm seeing that went out of their way to fucking apply for a whitelist for a Solana project. Just, I, I, I can't even grasp it for a second. I'm seeing in real life celebrities, I'm seeing influencers, people I didn't even know were into crypto and NFTs, and they're applying for a whitelist, then going to buy an SPL token and mint this thing. Like, I'm floored. I'm absolutely blown the fuck away. And like, I had issues with a lot of what was going on. I still not a fan of the dust pool allocations that was not my thing i hope we never end up seeing that again to be honest congratulations to everyone who got in there i think it was cool i think it was interesting it's just not i didn't think it was that interesting but this way of like call it marketing call it celebration is so cool and easy like you said dude i have never screamed let's fucking go as much as i have here i'm like a full-time cheerleader now just like waiting for all the notifications to come down just it's so nice seeing everyone come together and celebrate it and there's a lot of FUD going on and like over the past like few days and stuff. This feels like a great break from that. I have a big ass smile on my face when I see my friends winning and stuff. And this this is value because like you have to now only have once. So if you're not a degal holder, you're gonna have to bag hold that shit or flip, or or flip it and then like leave the community. But you've built you're already getting like so many valuable people into your community that it's so interesting and it's public right from the start. I think it's so so cool to see. I don't think and a lot of people are like the only thing I'm bearish on about this is their scholarship tool that they're going to be selling to other projects because I don't think another project can pull this off. Maybe I'm wrong on that, but I just don't see another project being able to do what this has done. No, for sure. And it, it's going to take a special project to gain a, a similar traction on it. The best part about it, too, I agree, is the transparency. You're not getting a, a situation where certain individuals are getting 100 plus allocations themselves. Uh, without any stipulations behind it. It also seems like there's going to be a variety of unique holders on this, which I'm even more of a fan of, because that means that it's going to be a little bit tougher for people to sell their their singular one unless they pick up more. I know I'm, a, I'm an absolute bozo, and I put it on wax and committed to never selling my ute. So this time, I'm going to try my best to not make the same play I did with my bear, even though my bear gave me a bountiful come up in my bottom line. But man, the youths just feel different. I'm not holding any D gods or dead gods at the moment. So that's the goal here. Bag hold the hell out of my U, hang out, sit pretty, and relax a little bit. But I want to <laughs> go ahead, running man. I mean, I'll just, it's got the, we've also got, I've got the ability to customize them. And I'm just wondering if that ability to customize will let people bag hold better out the gate rather than, you know, trying to sell one and get a, you know, one that they like. Obviously, they've got the, you know, they've got the ability to actually customize it to how they like it which might help with the auto rights as well. Oh, I completely agree. And I think I'm, I'm hopeful, extremely hopeful, that store, that marketplace is up sooner than later. I think a key thing there is if that goes live out the gate, then we're going to see just an absolute rocket ship because of the 
interest that people have on just updating that you I want to also try to like pick Frank's mind if I can at any point about the underlying tech are they using the backpack functionality that I know Manny's mentioned a couple times is this its own proprietary tech that they've built in house there's a lot of key things that I think are still unsure and I don't think that'll affect the price action a ton but it's more just myself like nerding out and being curious but Manny what's going on yeah I just wanted to say like that you have to look at the numbers on the trade counts right and then have the lowest numbers are going to be the most valuable, right? Because of the scarcity model, uh, the scarcity model. So that's going to be like the key alpha is like seeing the number and then just being like, okay, just get that one. It doesn't matter what the price is because there aren't that many of those. And then they'll just shoot up because people are like, oh my God, I need it because there's only 12. Well, you also holding a Tayo yourself, we have seen the upgrades from Tayo. And there was a time and place where the Tayo upgrades had their own market on Magic Eden. And you could actually flip the upgradable parts when they took them out of the store. There's a few flipped as well. So I think that there's just like all these different dynamics on how you can go about trading this. And for me, that's where I'm most excited. I could bag hold my U, still trade the assets and uh, get some exposure to the underlying kind of store itself. I'm also curious to see if they end up doing things like trading in dust allowing for that from the store because that could be another catalyst to drive that price action we're down to one seven on dust from its seven dollar high so there's still a bunch of things that i think could trigger another run back up towards that price spot smoothie what's happening man i've got a lot of thoughts on dust but uh, i wanted to circle back to something that you and running man made on earlier that i really that i thought really resonated i thought when the U-less application um, announcement started rolling out, it was like the darkest of timelines, man. I remember it was like doom and gloom everywhere. People were at each other's throats. Everyone was miserable. And then, you know, you got to see Frank do what he does. And he started working his marketing magic. And there was so much positivity and love. And you like kind of felt like you were a part of the community immediately when you got those notifications. I remember I was out on like a Saturday night when I got it. And I was just euphoric for the next like 48 hours. It's almost like a pre-welcome. And like Chris said, it's like it's immediate value creation, right? Like you already you're like it's like a pre-onboarding into community that doesn't exist yet and i think the extra part to that um is that by curating this community and making it so public is another layer of frank's genius because you get to see all the people like the big names like i saw pentoshi and like zach xbt these guys like i would never have thought in a million years they would have been to a salon nft and like now you know they're going to be a part of the community whether they flip it or not whatever but they're a part of that. And so you already kind of feel like a part of this little family that's starting to grow. And like everyone else is saying, like when you see your friends' names pop up, you get so hyped. So he's created a new order, will be replicated, and people will use this technology or try to recreate it. And I don't know if people are going to really be able to pull it off, but it's been amazing to see this kind of transformation of at least my timeline uh, over the past few days. And I just one point to add on Dust, I think we're talking to Frank about this a few weeks ago on a different spaces about how Utes was gunning to achieve two things that have never been achieved before. Uh, the first is minting a secondary collection without having the OG collection price tank. And the second was having a project, uh, a project with a native token that doesn't perform coin over a long enough time horizon. And so my bet was that he'd achieve at most one of those two things. And I was expecting the first thing to come to fruition, like Utes would do well and, and D-Gods would kind of hold. My original play was to buy um, Dust and then sell it pre-Utesless uh, announcement because I wanted to stay like one step ahead of everyone else. But I agree with Solana Sweeper. I think there's another play to be had. I saw this week with Dust Labs. I'm sure he's got something cooking. And it really does seem like not a lot of people who got Utesless actually have the Dust in their wallets, which is surprising to me. I thought it would. 
So I think there, there was like another uh, account that tweeted out there's like 1.5 million dollars uh, worth of dust buying pressure that's still out there. So I'm looking for an entry. I mean, my number is somewhere between like 1.3, 1.5, hopefully. And I think this could actually go back up. So this is a you had that entry like, yesterday, trading. my friend. I don't know if you're going to get it again here. Bro, I know. I missed it. I took the day off. Lesson learned. Uh, Never take the day off. Don't touch grass. Always stay close to your computer screen. But yeah, man. Go sleep. That's for damn sure. We're actually almost uh, touching 1 million in total volume on dust itself for the day, which if we remember pre-Utes, they were getting about 40,000 US dollars in trading volume. So that alone is a crazy statistic. I've been just tracking it because uh, I'm completely overexposed to dust and I'm not scared to admit that. So I'm hopeful that my bags can be saved here, especially with any type of announcement that I can dump the excess into. Bales, you've had your hand up for a while. What's happening? Oh, sorry. Um, I was just wondering your thoughts on this whole scholarship thing. Do you think it's worked out for other Solana projects? Because I feel like it worked out for you specifically because of the relationship with Dust and um, D-Gods and everything. So I was just wondering what you think. Should other projects implement this or should they continue using the whole whitelist grinding and stuff? I think we're still going to see that whitelist grind and that kind of thing exist. Sadly, it's part of the NFT ecosystem. It is what it is. I think projects that don't have the inherent hype aren't going to be able to benefit from something like a scholarship. Projects, though, that have a lot of interest, even before a mint date or after just a few previews coming from an existing community or an existing individual, could really benefit from this because the inherent FOMO that's forming right now across both ETH and Soul is absolutely wild. I've never seen so many monkey JPEGs talk about their need to get Ute listed. And to me, that's probably the funniest thing because not even a week ago were they just calling us poor and fudding the absolute hell out of this. So for me, I'm a, I'm a big, big fan right now of whatever the scholarship process may hold. I'm excited for whatever the next project could potentially be when it comes to using the scholarship method. We'll see how it tailors off. And uh, I think the next project to use it needs to be the right project. What is the right project? I wish I had a better, better answer for you. But I think that this is potentially going to drive a net new meta because of the transparency. And now as a project, you can actually garner what the interest level is uh, off that scholarship alone. If you have a massive influx of individuals applying over an extended period of time, that's bullish for your project. If you don't, maybe you just pivot, scrap the scholarship method, and then run with something else. So I think that you can take it a couple different angles here. But PH, what's going on? Hey, um, thanks for having me. Um, I heard you guys talking about obviously the price action of D goods and Utes and how it's like been a big discussion over the last couple of days. I was actually in the space before um this one where Frank dropped some alpha that I'm not sure if you guys have talked about it yet because obviously I did join a little bit later. But he hinted that holding a D goods and a U may actually like result in a airdrop on the Ethereum blockchain because he did say that if you starts hit a 55, 60 soul on the first day, their man D-Goods would be the top two market cap collections on soul. So they are obviously looking to expand. But he just hinted at it. He said may or may not say. So that's just Actually, though, that's a, a nice little slip by Frank, giving some early alpha on it. Honestly, I don't see Utes trading under 50. Like, it sounds crazy, but the fact is, I, I know a lot of people have called for like one-fifth a D-God, which puts us right around there at this point. For me, though, it's like, a 15, even a 13 soul mint is somewhat pricey. But seeing how the DGen fat cats have held their floor despite being a 10 soul mint in what many consider like a stock split, 
is uh, another kind of interesting catalyst here. So I'm excited to see what this price action is at the gate. Frisk, what's going on? Just, I don't want to spread rumors or anything, but I did have a conversation with a friend of mine who's on the DeFi team last night, and it's it's good to make info public. There are quote-unquote uteless selling on Magic Eden. I don't know the validity of them. I don't think there is much validity up to them, but they're going for 75 soul. That's what I'll say. So uteless selling on Magic Eden. Can you elaborate on this? It's a project called Builders Box. I'm guessing that what they did is they went through the dust allocation pool and whatever spots they got, they were they're 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 selling them off right now. I don't think I would not be buying these. I would not trust that. I don't think it's real. I don't I don't know and and I stay away from it. That being said, I think to look at the thing at what they're being priced at is it's something to keep in mind. There's there are sales. People have been buying these for forty nine, fifty, fifty six. Last one sold for sixty nine. That's the highest sale so far. I don't know if I would trust it. I I really wouldn't trust it in my opinion. But um, I, I I'm kind of waiting for a D guts team member to like fully come out and like like clear it up. I talked to someone last night and they didn't have a, a full answer for me, so I don't want to like say anything. But it is public, so I I figured if we're gonna spread info, maybe it's worth looking into. No, absolutely. I'm uh, I'm interested to see kind of what shapes up with that. I'm not too sure the logistics of that. So please do your own research on these boxes. We have seen other projects sell what they anticipated was going to be their U-list allocations only to find out that they did not receive the total number because the Dow has continued to pivot with allocations in it. We'll see what that shapes up to look like. I think it's a really cool dynamic going into it. But Laser, what's happening? Yeah, I just wanted to touch on the fact that... Um... With the youth list, we're seeing a, a good dynamic of people that really provide value into the space. And we need to realize that the living ecosystem, you know, like we need to water our, the communities that we're in. We need to really uh, be a part of positive things and bring things back into the ecosystem to really grow it. And, and if we really think that Solana is early and it's the future, like we don't want to be bleeding the ecosystem, right? You know, so hopefully this becomes a better trend and, and we'll learn from it and grow, you know? No, I completely agree. And I'm hopeful that this does drive some other catalysts here. Ulispo, what's happening? Yo, uh, since we're on uh, pulling numbers out of our asses uh, phase, uh, I will totally agree with both opinions being said. Like, no way this will be on secondary under 50 soul. You're breaking up here. Sounds like the Fed heard you talking price action, and it's not financial advice. Can you hear me? Is this okay? Yeah, yeah, you're good. All right, and you're gone again. JS, what's happening? Oh. <laughs> you're good, bro. I can hear you. What's going on? All right, damn it. JS, what's happening? Yeah, to speak to Frisk's point, that builder's box is from a project called Solana Kit. They minted in dust. Um, they held a raffle for basically a for for their holders. If you had more of their NFTs, you'd get a Ute list. Your boy won one. Uh, we're pumped. That is a hundred percent legit. Um, I don't know if the price action on it is legit though, but that specific NFT granting a Ute list is legit. I will not talk about wash reading and stuff like that. Um, it, it could be a possibility. I don't know. But back to Sweeper's point a, a fair bit ago, I think people are going to realize that. When ETH people come to the space, they're not only going to go on Utes, and they won't all be able to get a Utes, right? I mean, the, the, I don't like sure there'll be a lot of volume, but um, I think Magic Eden's going down. I, I think like this shit's going to hit the fan, um, and, and I think the first project that 
ETH whales are going to head into after ETH will be OK Bears. Um, I don't own one just because I think the risk reward compared to like dust or some other stuff is not the same, but uh, I, I do see OK Bears bullish as a more kind of chips in the soul ecosystem. So if you've been waiting to find an opportunity to get into an entry, then this might just be the best opportune time to find that because liquidity is going to move for people who want to add to their youth exposure. So if you kind of break that down, there's a lot of different avenues on gaining that, that trade. But Running Man, what's happening? I'm not financial advice, but in my personal opinion, the, if that floor is 50, that's going to get eaten hard <laughs> on Utes. Okay, you know, that, that floor is going to get absolutely smashed to pieces. At 50. Because, you know, the farmer is that's going to create... Um, I mean, obviously, there's only three and a half thousand on scholarship. You've got D Gods and you've got the Dust Pool. Um, there's going to be a lot of people left out. So, I mean, personally, at the Nifty, I'm going to be looking at, like, you know, people, like you said, with projects scaling back, to try and look at plays of how, how everybody else can get involved, um, you know, and, and, you know, profit from the huge drop. Because, uh, as I said, there's a lot of different metrics in play. And, um, you know, and I think. By doing that, we'll stop making people just eat, making impulse buys, etc. You know, the wrong place. Oh, for sure. And if uh, if I could sell my Ute list, I'd probably be looking at some other blue chips here. But I'm going to be a happy, happy bag holder of this part. Ariel, what's happening? Yeah, I just wanted to comment that I haven't seen. I mean, it wasn't nearly this much FOMO, but bubble uh, bubble goose was kind of similar in terms of how people thought it was going to skyrocket right out the gate. And I remember because I minted it at seven, and I actually ended up selling it at seven just because I wanted the soul back. And it just, like, I think it was a really cool concept, but I, I just don't, I, I hope this doesn't happen. I'm not saying I think it will. I'm just trying to relate this to something I have experienced because it, this is all about me. So <laughs> I like that call out though. Bubble Goose was actually the first project that used CrossMint to allow ETH to enter the ecosystem. They actually allocated, I think it was like 250 or 300 total mints with ETH. And uh, we did see a lot of price action and volatility that first day. I think they even got as high as like 20 at one point before pulling back here. We do I have told cross myself it was going to 50, and I was like, I'm not selling. Oh. I get a 52 offer, and then I look back, and I'm like, what was I smoking that, that day? Like, that's not <laughs> realistic. Yes, definitely smoking on something strong there for sure, because uh, Bubble Goose is taking a mean turn. What's going on, <laughs> Raymond? I mean, personally, I mean... You know, I've been in this space a long time, and the way this is just starting to build now, this could be about my, one of the most anticipated mints of all time. I mean, um, obviously, you know, Bored Apes minted, and you know, they started, you know, that took a week to mint. But you got to remember, Ape. yeah, apes yeah. were not even hyped. Yeah, that, that was wasn't even hyped. You know, they, they, they took a, you know, that was a point eight for, you know, and they're just probably sit, sitting at the same floor for about a, you know, a month. Um, so Bored Apes wasn't even, a, you know, I, I, I can't think of a, a mint. I mean, I remember. I remember a couple of mints on ETH. Um, I think it was the seven. Was it the seven? And broke the gas. You know, sent gas through the roof. But I mean, this this is shaping up to be one of the most anticipated NFT collection mints of all time, in my personal opinion. Bro, I think it could go down as the most hyped at the moment. I haven't seen this level of interest across the entire timeline. I know people have been talking about it nonstop all weekend. I've been in a ton of spaces highlighting this all, breaking it down, and just having conversations around it. And I've never seen so many people so excited for a mint from both sides of the chain. I know when NFT Nick reached out and was asking if it was too late to apply for Utlist, like, oh yeah, this thing is uh, this thing's gonna fly because that man is so hesitant to dive into uh, soul projects after uh, a few early trades back in the day. He got he got Utlisted though, so I know he's definitely gonna be minting. I'm excited for his text asking me how to buy dust or even on the day of if I can OTC him dust because he can't figure it out. 
real excited for that. But Sweeper, what's happening? Yeah, I think we all uh, kind of uh, went over the fact that Ariel was comparing this to uh, Bubble Goose. Um, I think that that should be clipped and sent. No, to no, no, no. Right. no, no. Listen, if you get my Already taken away, we will have a serious issue. I'm not going to get I'm not going to do anything I said other people should but my god comparing this to bubble goose that's just that's it's wrong fact. it's wrong it should be illegal <laughs> I'm mean, not trying to defame anybody here all I was saying was they are not the same that's no, it one was like a <laughs> no, you can tell she's like a lawyer she said define no, <laughs> no, no, we, we call we call it food slander or libel they are not the same frank i still love you i love my Uteless bot, please don't persecute me. If anything, I'm gonna give you an extra just so that you never say that again. But so yeah. I'm, finish I, up I'm there. already never going to. Like my mouth hurts. That'll never happen again. Yeah, that was just a horrible take. Um, coming from a guy who's been critical of D guys in the past, so it was just outright disrespectful. To be honest, um, I think that maybe good thing that you seems like you apologized there because even as an OK Bear guy and someone who Miss D guys, that was just bad. Like, all I was saying was, is I was really excited for the Bubble Goose Mints because it was my first whitelist ever. And I was like, Ariel, you finally got one. Like, you did great. This is going to be the ticket to like paying off my law school loans. And I ended up selling it for 20 bucks. So that's all I was trying to say. Yeah. So I think comparing, <laughs> I think this, uh, I maybe Moonbirds would be like a decent um, comparison. That it's like at that level of hype, uh, but I mean, you really haven't seen anything where people on Solana and ETH are both super excited about it. The only one I can think of, Sweeper, is Tripping Apes, and yep. you know, obviously that was that was in, in terms of all. But I mean, this far transcends Tripping Apes. But, I mean, that I think Tripping Ape was like a, a joke for the board ape yeah. guys. Like they're like, yeah. oh, we're gonna go to Solana and. Just flip it for like two ETH and move on because that's yeah. basically in, in, ter- in terms of hype and the first day drop, you know, run to you know, run up to 70. But I mean, if you look at the community, I mean, you've got footballers, celebrities, you know what I mean? Everybody's going to be an individual older, oddle rate's going to be high, and demand's going to be through the roof. Um, it's going to be some fireworks and post mint, in my opinion. Yeah, I think you see a hundred soul floor first day. Yeah, not fancy, but yeah, definitely see, we'll see that in my opinion. Dude, it's going to be so damn hard not to sell this fucking thing. I'm so annoyed that uh, I, I let the Coronas get to, get to speaking for me by uh, posting a, a very bullish I'm never selling this thing. And uh, now I'm stuck with it, which could be worse. But dude, if I get some trash you on the mint, I'm going to be kicking myself because I, I have to have that thing say minted with no listings ever. Or I'll, I'll never hear the end of it, ever. So I guess I'm stuck with it. Not, if not you don't like it, one if is, you don't like it, you can send it to me. I'll take it off your hands. I will be honored. If you mean to growl with like a 1,500 salt floor that you're going to struggle with, in my opinion. Bro, don't don't <laughs> say that. Like, honestly, I'd rather get a comment at this point because my I'm gonna, my brain's going to be in a goddamn pretzel with uh, any price action on this thing. I'm going to have to leave. I'm going to have to go touch grass and probably delete my own seed phrase. Just to not get uh, some sweaty fingers trying to press that, dude. I'm terrified. But, Luis, what's happening? Welcome back. Good evening, guys. How is everyone? Um, firstly, I think we're seriously, seriously undervalued in, you know, the hype on this project. Because I've been in the space for over a year now, and I haven't seen, you know, this amount of hype involved in anything. And I think, like, from the marketing aspect, the way they're doing things and the amount of data also that, that Frank is collecting, you know, I even on the list myself here, yeah, but it, 
I've got the kind of excitement feeling for it when you do something for the first time again in your life. Like, it's just that sort of feeling, you know, it's the FOMO of missing out. I think this is going to smash through the volume of everything we've ever seen. And this could hopefully propel us into the next step, especially with some of the people that have been allocated to the list so far. And this isn't even the full list reveal that we've seen. I think when I last checked, it was around 18%. So, or, you know, only good yeah, things. Something accepted. And like, we've already hit so many huge names. Seeing the ETH side of stuff from like Greg to K Money to some of these other huge names on that side has me wicked excited. I like, mean, can you I'm, imagine if like GV, like GV popped up and like bro. some of the big, you know. It's you know, a Man U soccer <laughs> player that got yeah, yeah, yesterday. He, I was well, like, what is going as, on? He can play as well. He's, I'm telling you, he's a good, he's, the kid's got moves, man. I'm telling you, I saw that one. Um, but Louise, yeah, I said um, probably one of the most Eitman NFT collections of all time, in my opinion. No, I don't think that's even an understatement. I'm just wicked excited to see the price action that day. I'll be taking screenshots of the 24-hour volume because we should see record numbers. And if we don't, I'll be terrified. That's a, that's a terrible thing if we don't see some crazy volume on that. I've, I, it's just the conversations, man. Hearing people miss out on D-Gods that are now like, I'm not going to miss out again, is like that's just a peak FOMO. And if anything, once that secondary hits and everyone's hyped, I think the timeline's only going to be Utes pictures for like a good 72 consecutive hours. We're already seeing PFPs of the mock-ups. Lou Wiz is rocking one here. We've had a few other speakers rocking them. So it's, uh, it's already starting without the project even minting yet. And we've never seen that before, ever. We've seen a couple people rock it for like teasers and previews. But this is a whole new life. People are customizing their existing PFPs to fit a U and just like running with it. And I don't think it's a bad thing. Like this is so much free marketing for a project that's already this hyped. There's not a bad thing to say right now, which is just like another good thing. And normally I fade it when everyone's so positive, but it's tough to fade something we haven't even seen kick off the ground yet. But JS, what's happening? And then I want to pass it over to Lambda, who uh, DM me some alpha that I want, I want to get shared here. Sure. So call me fucking crazy, but I think Utes flips the Uteless D-Gods in under 24 hours. Um, I think the hype is just way too much. Uh, in terms of holding mine, you know, I'm holding... My D God and my youth to the fucking grave. Uh, I'm not even looking at it as a, any type of exit liquidity. You know, I, those things are going to agree with me. I've seen a lot of speculation. People have called that it might flip D Gods, and Frank's comments that there's no shot in hell is absolutely hilarious to me. So we'll see what happens with it. Uh, I'm excited for all the game theory we're going to get. I know that there was that, that teaser book he had posted a while back that I've kind of made comments on a few times now. And it's already shaping up to play out. There's probably 15 different ways to trade the different assets in D-God's ecosystem. And because of that, there's there's going to be a lot of volatility. So something I'm just excited to play into and look at. But Lambda, what's going on? Yeah, so I appreciate you bringing me up. So I was just in a uh, Cool Times Twitter space or whatever for the last hour and a half here. Um, and Frank was on talking a little bit about it. And really, uh, the reason why he is saying... Um, the reason won't flip is because his priority list um it really it's it's d god and utes together d gods and then you that's kind of his prioritization of how he sees this being launched um he did drop the alpha that it's unofficial but if you have d gods and utes there will be some sort of airdrop in regards to eth um, whether that's an eth token whether that's actual eth i we couldn't drill him down on that um but the fact that you know really there's you know, you said it before. People have said they don't want to miss out on D gods. I, I, I don't think that that's an option. I think you're going to need both, right? If you want to play in the ecosystem and you want to understand what's happening in 
um, that D God's world. It's what I see like a Gary V V friend slash VF two. There's utility in Utes, but it's really all going to stem from D God's. No, and I like that you bring that up here too. We've seen a couple things, and I know the speculation is probably the most fun to talk about because uh, we don't know what's going to happen. But there's been talks about not caring what blockchain it's on. There's been talks about comparing it to ETH collections. I believe there's only four collections currently above DGOD's current valuation. Uh, Moonbirds, BAYC. I think there's a couple others that I'm missing out on mutants, of course. But like that alone is crazy to think about. It seems like for the last year, if not a little bit longer, we've really struggled to get the same eyes on Solana compared to ETH, and we're finally starting to get that. So this is just like a huge catalyst. If this goes well, which I anticipate it will, that might mean that ETH individuals feel more comfortable diving into Soul. We did see a little bit yesterday with people on the ABC collection just to get their feet wet. Cheap entry cost, existing 9x9x9, who is HGE, kind of that alt between ETH and Soul. And that alone is like another trigger for me. It seems like we're starting to see this cross. And I also, I'm excited for Crossman's conversation tomorrow on, on this show. That's going to be interesting because that's really where we get an opportunity for a true omni-channel, like omni-chain experience, where we do have an opportunity for both chains to mint the same NFT and actually utilize that regardless of the underlying token to purchase it. So there's a ton of excitement on it. I'm just really excited to see what and how this rolls out. But Dusky, what's going on? Hey, good afternoon. Uh, I was just thinking a lot about the uh, the listings, what they're going to look like, because you know how d bots only celebrate the sales of other d bots They're not really like about So if the hype is going to be so, so big, like, for example, in the Heath Project, uh, Papa, right? Um, they did 333 all the applications, and there's about... Out of the 300, it's about 50 listed on average. So if I put that as a big, you know, on a bigger scale, 15,000, 10,000 of those are D-Gods. Um, I think it's going to dunk on the height and it shows big up later. Do you think it's just going to have it so big that it's going to keep up with all that? Because not everybody in the applications is going to, especially alpha groups, usually just flip to get out. Um, so we're just thinking about the listing thing, though, that's going to work because there's so much hype behind it, too. Yeah, I mean, the listing count will be a little bit interesting. I can't tell if you're in a kitchen or a restaurant right now. Uh, it's a little bit Jim. shaky. <laughs> My apologies, but uh, I'm, I'm, I think the overall listing count is going to fluctuate a lot. The D-Gods and Dead-Gods conversation is another interesting piece because if you have a D-God that hasn't been deaded yet, you still have a Ute that you can claim. And that has been confirmed. So right there's even more dust pressure because you actually have to use dust to turn it into that second iteration of your D-God and then claim the U. So there's a ton of things here. And I think like we saw mutants going for over floor that had uh, unclaimed ape allocation, we may see the same from D-Gods. And we haven't really seen anything like this in Soul before. So I think it's going to set a standard that we're going to look back on and actually make comparisons much like this to break down and really understand what future collections may have at play. I wanted to pass it back to you, Lispo. I know that he was uh, going in and out earlier. What's going on? Yeah, I hope it's better now. Uh, Much better. Sound beautiful. Just, okay. If not, just mute me and kick me out of the space. Um, yeah, so mm, I think one thing that hasn't been uh, uh, addressed is the fact that we're going to still have the youth list probably for two more weeks. And um, it doesn't seem that all of the big names have been approved yet. We're still seeing some like big 
names being approved every day and people can still apply. So I expect that the amount of hype will continue, if not, will increase all. I mean, so, you know, this is what Frank is just uh, an expert at. It's just maintaining the hype, hype, creating the hype and just sustaining it for long periods of time. And, and, and this is the key success for any NFT project, because let's be honest, like NFT is 99% hype and 1%, well, let's say 90% hype, 9% community and 1% utility. But um, so I, I think that there's definitely uh, something to consider here. And I, I don't know if it's going to be 50, 100, or if it's going to flip the gods, it's, it's just going to be something to look forward to. And I will just you know, try to get as much liquidity as I can, and and I will be uh, swiping that floor if I can. Um, yeah, so that's it. No, I think uh, I think you kind of hit a couple of key things there. It's going to be interesting to see the bigger dynamic of. I think the big thing though is like a lot of people only have one U. Like that's the thing. You're not getting multiple mints. So like for me, that's going to be the biggest indicator and the toughest part for a lot of people to buy, sell, trade this because they only have one. And because of that, it's, it's like you gain an attachment to it for whatever reason. Um, and myself is going to be included in that bucket. So it'll be uh, interesting to see who's eager to sell, who's eager to get out. I'm also interested to see if D-Gods take that price hit. But one of the big things is like people forget D-Gods went to mint, if not under mint, back in October. So like that was a huge thing. You're quite literally watching the greatest comeback story in NFTs, in my opinion, from a project where Frank has openly said, he wanted to rug at times and wasn't sure what the future was going to hold and was literally beaten to a pulp with all the when, when, whens, and this is, this is garbage, this is a rug, all those points. And it's like one of those shitty things that does happen uh, across the board. But because of this, we're now looking at a top five collection on any blockchain and a project that is easily the number one project on Soul. You have people who will never change their PFPs from D-Gods. It's become their face, become their brand. And that's like, I think we're going to see the same with Utes. People are going to get wicked excited when it comes to the customization and making it your own. That the likelihood, in my opinion, for people to sell it for a cheap piece, a, a loss, even a, a lower than floor is slim to none. But I wanted to pass it down to Two Block. Two Block, what's happening? Hey, thanks for having me on. A longtime fan. Um, I just want to come on and say that I am one of those ETH guys who capitulated yesterday. And I will say that uh it's been a ride it's been great um and the the i feel like the hype i haven't really felt this type of environment since you know 2021 you know pudgy penguins or the base and all that and um yeah it, it kind of like unlocked like a dgen mode in me again uh it's great but i had one question uh that I just, I, I don't know. Maybe I'm too lazy to find it. But if you did an application for the Ute list, but you you still own a dead, a dead god, are you still, uh, are you like this? You won't get approved. Yeah, you won't get approved. Got um, it. They've made that kind of clear. Like right now, it's a matter of you hold a D god or dead god, and they know you do. They're just going to bypass that application. I have to make it exceptionally clear. I do not hold any. At the moment, you can check every wallet. I'm open to giving you every wallet. I do not hold any. There's a reason I don't hold any. I dump them to apply for Ute list. I'm completely content with it. Don't take it away. 
But awesome. I wanted to pass it over to cool. Ultra. Ultra, what's going on? Hey, man. I'm a big fan as well and a fan of the ETH show uh, held by Pio as well. Um, yeah, I'm, ma- I'm mainly on ETH now, um, but I have uh, the dip. Uh, I've picked up uh, a bunch of soul, and I was thinking if I should um, pick up a D-God or just sweep the OK Bears floor because they're so down. What would you suggest? It's tough to say. Uh, Sweeper was saying ask that. Sweeper. <laughs> yeah, if you ask Sweeper or ask uh, two blocks here, I think both would have very varying opinions on what to do. Uh, Sweeper believes that we may be saying don't fade Kais in the long term. I don't think that's a bad take to say either uh, because it does seem that they're clearly listening to the community and trying to make action on a lot of stuff, which that's the key thing here. Like they're, they're listening to the community, trying to develop it. But the thing for me is I do think some of these projects take another hit once Utes list is closer and people are aware that the secondary volume and action is about to go live, that's going to lead to people wanting to be hyper liquid, to make changes, make action, and actually pick up more potentially or find other trading verticals there. So if you don't have Ute list, you might have to be looking at secondary. I personally think we see pullbacks on D gods, dead gods, bears, cats, dragons, you name the project on soul. I think we see pullbacks across the board because the focus is only to be on Utes. So in my personal take right now, I'm not deploying capital for any longer-term holds than a couple hours. Uh, it's kind of my, my trading style anyway. But if I was looking to pick up any more, I mean, I'm a Kets holder, so if I was looking to pick up any more of those, it would most likely be on the Utes day that they hit secondary when we potentially see a bottom or other projects getting liquidated to find that volume. And I hope that answers your question. Awesome. Yeah, it does. Uh, thanks. No, 100%. And thanks for coming up today and speaking. Ulispo, what's going on? And I want to pass the EMS and... Uh, just simple Rob over here. Yeah, I'm not sure about the liquidation you just mentioned. Um, I think if, if, if people are liquidating their bags, they're probably doing it now, like doing it in the, in the week just before uh, it means it's going to be, uh, it would be a bloodbath, like if everyone's running to the doors at the same time. But, you know, again, that's also how uh, crowds work. But, but I, I think that uh, most, you know, we saw cats having uh, a hit recently and you know the market has been very bad like over the past week so I, I think that a lot of this could be already what you're saying I, I don't know if we're gonna get like uh, some like better deals going up to the youth but that's just it, my opinion it'd be interesting to see how many applications I'm actually in to do, understand how many are gonna make it because I think um you, you won't see liquidations happen until people start to realize they haven't made the list and I've got to move over to secondary. Um, yeah, I would love right. to see those total volumes. And Lambda, yeah. go ahead, and then I want to pass it to Yeah, Ariel sorry, sorry I didn't mean to cut the line. I, uh, there's, there's about 30,000 applications, I think, J, JB or JP was talking about in that same group. Um, you know, he was telling people not to freak out because there's a lot of just kind of trash applications. There's a lot of those situations, easy, we were talking about that people that had D-Gods, they're going to get passed over. Um, they did it and they just haven't taken that off of count. Um, you know, there's going to be opportunities to pick them up. There's not going to be a lot of them, but they're also for the people that have applied, you know, they just brought in the big names at, in the beginning, um, you know, just to kind of uh, obvious ones, right? Yourself easy running, you know, like, like the, the ones that were been in the space that are very, very cognizant or not very cognizant, influential, you know, you bring in Gary V. He hasn't talked a lick about it, but look at how much, you know, look at how much eyeballs that brings to a project. So, you know, I think that the big take home from, from that is, 
there's going to be opportunities. There's not going to be a lot of them. Easy. I love that play, getting rid of the D gods from the perspective of you're looking at it, you know, price action wise. But we want to get back into D gods. Um, yeah, we want to get back in. <laughs> yeah, so, so we'll see how that all plays out. But appreciate you bringing me on. I'm going to hop, give everybody else the space and uh, keep keep killing it. No, I appreciate you, Lamb. Then we're going to be wrapping here shortly. But Ariel, what's going on? Then we'll hit EM, EMS. Just simply Rob and Ulysses, but to wrap it up. Yeah, I just want to say thanks for having me. I actually have to dip out. Um, I have six to three dinner reservations that I unfortunately can't avoid as much as I would like to. But um, I'm sorry I didn't add too much. I mean, I was honestly listening, enjoying listening to everybody else talk. Um, and it was just really nice to hear some different takes and things that I don't typically hear. I Hopefully, you know, I can pop by another time. This was this was really enjoyable. Thank you. No, happy you enjoyed it, and thanks for pulling up. Uh, I know we didn't dive too much into the legal aspect of it, but appreciate your insights, even though you compared Bubble Goose to uh, – I just wanted to so. – one more thing. I didn't compare Bubble Goose specifically. <laughs> I compared my anticipation and the FOMO I felt to then getting incredibly disappointed and almost never touching an NFT again. So I was comparing my feelings of what I experienced during the Mint as opposed to Bubble Goose comparison <laughs> to Utes. Frank, I would never do that. <laughs> and that's uh, on the record. We're clear. Never do that. It's uh, it's valued. And thanks for pulling up. Five p.m. Every, Eastern time. Thanks, Monday to Thursday. Ariel's going to be a lot of fun to have on spices. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> Always welcome. Love the takes. Like I said, five p.m. Eastern time. Monday to Thursday. Feel welcome to pull up anytime. What's going on, EMS? It's M's. Easy. Nice. Thank you for bringing Sorry, me up. EMS. Forgive me. <laughs> it's all good, man. Um, I just wanted to say I've been in this space since probably the end of January. Um, in that time, uh, D Gods has shone through as one of the strongest communities, um, with a lot of delays attached to their name with regards to, oh, it's going to drop now. It might, da, 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 this is going to happen. And it gets pushed back, pushed back, pushed back. Then obviously there was life of Solana summer. Um, and everyone that's been in Solana for a, a considerable amount of time would agree that, you know, the general consensus was that this this was going to be an actual thing. And then that didn't really happen, did it? And I know it's still the tail end of summer now, well, at least for me in London. Um, and now I have to applaud uh, Frank on what he's done with the team and uh, what he's managed to produce. He, he seems to have uh, weaved all these intricacies into the way that the two collections are obviously going to have to operate on uh, with each other, as in people are going to have to shift their D-gods to be able to even hold. Also, it seems like he's also entwined this project with hope. And I know that sounds cheesy as fuck. And trust me, I'm not the cheesy guy. But um, it seems like like people are really hoping a lot on this project to to change things um i guess my question to the space is with all the great things that they're bringing um to the forefront with all this great hype and i think that the hype is greater than moonbirds because for me personally i don't know if i was touching grass the moment that moonbirds dropped but i heard about it after the fact rather than before the fact and i think also d gods speak about d gods probably stronger than uh, BAYC uh, members speak about BAYC. That's, in, once again, in just in my opinion, maybe I'm just in more soul spaces than East spaces. Could be wrong. Um, but what's next? After the first two weeks and the dust clears, what do we see as realistically being next? Like, what is next? Are, are you going to see a bunch of copy meta? Um, what, you know, it's going to bring volatility to the space, which is great. It's a nice boost, but... What happens when the dust clears? Is it another slump? Is it is it a massive gateway for Eve to come through? Like, are we are we even thinking beyond that? 
are we are we thinking beyond that? Uh, I just I just want to know, like in general. And sorry, I've I've been I've been listening for about maybe half an hour, forty minutes. So sorry if this has already been discussed. No, yeah, we did cover some of it. We do think, and my personal opinion on it is that we do see a lot of volatility on this. I think we also see a lot of other collections when people do end up like inevitably taking profit, buying into the things that they're bullish on that may see a dip. So taking that profit and rolling into other things. The the biggest thing though is I think because this is a dust mint. The secondary that's predominantly going to be in Solana is a much bigger thing to consider because only that secondary volume is going to be the key one that's getting all of the volume in the action. Whereas the dust mint and people who have been staking it from like the D God's perspective have essentially a zero cost basis. So what and where the dust settles, I'm almost more curious to see what the next mint is that's going to engage with the scholarship process. And that's the bigger thing here. I also think that it could cause like a, a bull trap where we get a, a big influx of volume before the market cools off because macro conditions are still kind of beat. And that's the sad reality of it. I think we're going to see a huge, huge uptick in volume over that 48, 72-hour wind. And uh, some of that is going to tailor into these other projects. But I think everyone's just anxiously waiting for when this is delivered and how the market reacts immediately. Ulysses, but what's going on? Then we're going to have Just Simply Rob wrap it up. Yeah, so uh, someone just said that, you know, and it's it, it was true that we had like all these big names out of the gate on the youth list, but I want to reiterate what I said uh, before. Frank is a master of uh, creating and sustaining hype, and I think that we're still going to have a lot of big surprises all the way going up to the to the mint date. Uh, today, there was just the guy that bought the, the penguin, the left-facing penguin for $400,000, like submitting a youth application and and we're, I, I, there's still maybe like some big celebrities coming I don't know what Frank is doing I guess no one knows other than him but I, I expect him to continue maintaining and even like increasing the hype going to the to, to the mint date so just keep that in mind yeah I think there's a lot of things here that are kind of unknown uh, anxiously waiting by a lot of people to see what's going to happen I think there's some surprises nobody's aware of I know we have a few D-Gods requesting as well, but we are wrapping here soon. So I'm, I know we're going to be talking about youths for the next couple of days, and I got I got no problem with it. So excited to dive into that as well. But Rob, what's happening? What's going on, Easy? What's up, running man? How you guys doing? Thanks for the opportunity. Yeah, Tom. Hey, man, quick question to be brief. Uh, so Easy, I've shared before, man, I'm newer to the ecosystem and just the whole NFT thing since January. And uh, out of curiosity, I've always usually bought off a of secondary, but I've never gone through like actual mint process. So this question is more for like maybe some of the normies or new people coming in. What's your recommendation, Easy, like uh, in terms of like how you go about, um, like, for example, getting whitelist, getting minted or how to just insert yourself in the community? Like, because I'll be honest, man, I, I see a lot of like people wanting to be shit posters and wanting to you know, kiss the influencer's ass and listen, there's a niche for that for sure, but it's not up my alley. So for people that want to get involved without taking that route, like what do you recommend? Thank well, you I love that question. It's uh, it's consistency, to be honest. Figure out what works for you, whether that's talking the market, talking your trades, talking just your ideas and sharing the hell out of them and not stopping. Like Twitter rewards people who engage the app a lot. And one of the things is tweeting frequently. I know Alex has a ton of great metrics. That guy's cracked the algorithm. He says every 18 minutes. I know a lot of people can't commit to that. But even just firing off ideas when they come to mind, some won't hit, some will. Take a look at what you're posting and figure out why some of those hit and run with it. You don't have to be a shit poster. You don't have to be a reply guy. You don't even have to be an analyst. You can just share your takes on the market and things in the sold ecosystem, why you enjoy something, why you don't like something, and almost even feel comfortable asking your audience questions in tweets to drive public conversation and discourse. 
because that allows for people to feel more comfortable and overall helps you start to build a platform as that guy who is asking questions, engaging and finding your spot. Like for me, myself, it, it largely came from the nifty, just them being great and wanting to value my opinion on trades in the market and continuing to let my dumbass self have those conversations. And here we are today. So it, it's one of those things. And as people start to realize what that fit is, you get a lot of the same reply guys that feel comfortable engaging with them, responding to them and having open conversations because Twitter and the bird app itself rewards people who play into that. So don't hesitate, drive into it. And it's one of the things that like I always say is just like, just give it a try, figure out where you find that value and that, that push. But running man, I want to see what you got on that too. Yeah. I mean, I completely agree with that. That's like um, gold just right there. So um, absorb that one. Um, I mean, like as easy said, just be true to you for a start. Be hundred percent you. Don't, don't look what other people are doing and then try and replicate that. Actually, identify where you can drive value, what, what what you can bring to the space, and then just release the content that drives you. And you know, it will be reciprocated if you you know if you if you if you come across as real. Um, so yeah, I can tell that just by speaking, Rob. You're pretty real, man. So what you've got coming. No, man, and just give it a try. But I think that's the best way to kind of end the show today. We're back again tomorrow, 5 p.m. Eastern time, Monday to Thursday, Solana Made Easy. Shout out all the speakers. Shout out my co-host. Shout out everyone rocking with us day in and day out. We'll catch you all tomorrow.